Well, once again, good morning, church. I got some great news for you. First of all, I want to say to all you beautiful mommies out there, happy Mother's Day. Uh, I want to say that to my beautiful bride. I want to say that to our beautiful daughter that has children. Happy Mother's Day. Um, it just God has been so good. And uh, I just pray that today is a special day for all of you mothers out there. Know that we love you and miss you. You know, normally we're handing out roses about now. And um, I'm sorry, we gave those out yesterday. If you missed out, uh, make that husband of yours go down to the 7-Eleven and pick you one up. But nonetheless, happy Mother's Day. Also, something else special this morning. We're going to do communion. It's going to be really special today. I, I, I hope that you like the way I've kind of put that together or uh, the team has put that together and I appreciate all their hard work. But I think it's going to be really special for Mother's Day to have communion together today. It's going to be, I think, awesome. Uh, we'll take care of that in a few moments. But first of all, I want to say something about the seniors. You know, the seniors, as I mentioned last week, they're getting a bum deal this year. You know, all the graduation stuff that's going on, and they don't really get to do all the things that we normally do. And, and even here at Western Hills, we have a tradition where we do different things. We have a banquet for their families, and we present them with Bibles, and uh, we put together videos, and then those are presented to the families, and all of that's special for all of us, of course. Well, this year... We can't do everything that we want to do or what we've done in the past. But I've asked Nate, our new youth minister, by the way, um, to put together just a little quick, uh, I don't know, just a, a, a photo of the, of the seniors that we have here at Western Hills. They're all special to us. And we love them so much. And then he's also working on a video that's going to go together and be able to present to the parents and perhaps a banquet a little bit later on. And so this morning I've asked him to do that and put that together for us. And I think that you'll want to, uh, we'll be encouraged by that, but you'll also want to encourage each one of our seniors this year. So there's kind of a few steps that we're going to go through. And then after all that's done, I'll come back and give you another message for this Mother's Day. But God bless you. Talk to you soon.
Good morning, Western Hills Church family. For those of you who haven't had the chance to see or meet me, I'm your new youth minister, Nathaniel Nix. The seniors of 2020 are experiencing something that no one's ever really seen or experienced before. And for today's service, I wanted to put together a little video introducing these seniors, where they're graduating from, and what their postgraduate plans are. I'm currently in the works, uh, trying to figure out some other plans for the seniors to try to honor them, and I will keep everyone informed upon that. So without further ado, here are the 2020 seniors. This is Garrett Cooper. He will be graduating from Elgin High School and will be attending Oklahoma Christian University. This is Jacob Dowdy. He will be graduating from MacArthur High School and will be attending Cameron University. This is Ethan Gleason. He will be graduating from Cash High School and will be going into the Army National Guard. This is Abigail Havren. She will be graduating from Elgin High School and will be attending Cameron University. This is DLJ Jenkins. He will be graduating from Cash High School and will be attending Cameron University. This is Claire Young. She will be graduating from MacArthur High School and will be attending Oklahoma State University. This is McKinley Kennedy. She will be graduating from MacArthur High School and will be attending Oklahoma State University. This is Sarah Moore. She will be graduating from Elgin High School and will be attending Oklahoma Christian University. Father, we join our seniors in celebrating graduation. We thank you for the talents and abilities you've given them that enable them to reach this goal. We thank you for the parents and teachers and mentors that have taught and encouraged them. Lord, we also join them in looking forward to next steps. As they look to the future, may they strive to be like the man you've described in Psalm 1, where you say, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. Father, bless them, keep them, and in this moment, let us all stop and rest and rejoice as we celebrate this time and these accomplishments. In Christ's name, Amen. The moon and stars, they wept. The morning sun was dead. The Savior of the world was fallen. His body on the cross, His blood poured out for us. The weight of every curse upon Him. One final breath He gave as heaven looked away. The Son of God was laid in darkness. 
I want to remind everybody that we are in Oklahoma and the wind does blow. We are so happy to be with my mother today. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. We love you. This pandemic has really kept all of us from being close to each other. Mother has been quarantined here at Brookridge for, I think, seven weeks. Over the years, I have sat beside her in church and shared communion with not only her, but also other brothers and sisters in Christ. Even though all of us cannot physically be together, we can still share in communion. And I would like to ask each of us right now to reflect on Jesus and the sacrifice that he made on the cross. At the Last Supper, during the Passover feast, Jesus took the bread, which represents his body, and the cup and the wine, which represents his blood, and he blessed it. And he gave it to the disciples and said, do this in remembrance of me. And that is what we're doing. We are remembering Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. We are remembering his death, burial, and resurrection. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that by doing this, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes let's pray father we thank you for loving us we thank you for forgiving us jesus and the perfect sacrifice that was made father bless this bread that represents jesus body that was nailed to the cross we pray this in his name in jesus name amen Pray with me again. Father, once again, we just uh, thank you for all that you have done for us. Thank you for sending Jesus, for loving us so much. And Father, we pray that you uh, bless this cup, the fruit of the vine that represents the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy Mother's Day and God bless each and every one.
right. I love that song that was just played. And I love the fact that we were able to do communion today with Stan and his family there. His two beautiful daughters, two of them were able to make that. And I'm so thankful for his mother, Teresel, still being around and being able to do communion with her son on uh, Mother's Day. What a special treat. I would have loved to have been able to do that uh, with my mother. Of course, she's gone to be with the Lord many years. And, but I'm so thankful that uh, Stan was able to do that for us this morning and pray that just blessings on that family and all of us, of course. I want to say um, a couple of things real quick as we get started here. First of all, again, just happy Mother's Day to all you beautiful mommies out there. Know that we love you and we miss you. And before long, we'll get back together. Mentioning that, I would just simply say, you know, we've pushed our services back another week or so. We're not really sure exactly how long that will be. I know there's a lot of people that would love to be back today. And, and there's a lot of people that are still a little afraid. And we're looking at some data and looking at the survey and the things that you've turned in. And we're trying to do our best. And I want you to know that the elders love you. And they're doing their very, very best to get us back in this uh, our time of worship service in a safe manner and certainly in an uplifting manner. And um, so just, just wait a little bit longer. You know, remember, remember last week I taught a message on wait and waiting and how it is that we have to wait. Someone mentioned that there's 365 times that the word wait is used in the Bible. So that's one for every day. And I, we don't have to use that many. Uh, but nonetheless, it's going to take a little bit longer. But please just be patient with us. Uh, contact the elders. Let them know how you're feeling and if there's some needs that you have. Because uh, there are shepherds. Uh, there are men that are trying their best to do what is right. And uh, they're trying to look out for all of our safety and all of us. Know that they love you. They are in prayer. We meet every week. We, we talk. We pray together. Uh, we, we spend a lot of time over uh, our prayer list. And so you need to know that they're praying for you and your families. But if you don't reach out to us, sometimes we can miss, and we don't intend to do that or intentionally do that. I, I promise you, okay? So uh, as we get started today, once again, I would just say Happy Mother's Day. I want to start off with this cute little story. Uh, it's about a lady by the name of Mrs. Monroe. She lives in uh, Maryland. And she's like any ordinary, they say, uh, mother that has eight children, if that's ordinary. But nonetheless, um, she tells of a story that um, actually John Hagee picked it up, put it in his book, and his book is entitled How to Win Over Worry. And I just like the story, so I thought I'd start off with that this morning. So here it is. She came home one afternoon from the grocery store, and she's walking into the yard, and everything looked pretty much normal. The kids were a little quiet. And five of the eight kids were in the middle of the yard, and they were circled up. And something was in the center. She couldn't quite tell, and so she made her way over there. And to her surprise, she looked in the center of this where her kids were sitting, and she saw five of the cutest little skunks that you ever did see. Terrified as a mother probably would be in a situation like that, she, all she could say is, run, children, run! And at that all the children picked up a skunk and ran in five different directions. Now, if that wasn't enough, the story goes on. She saw what they had done, and now she's even more terrified, and so it's the only thing she can do, as sometimes we do as parents. She yelled a little bit louder, and she said, Stop, children, just stop! And as they all stopped, they were so scared, they just gave their little skunk 
a squeeze. And as the writer says, skunks, they don't like to be squeezed. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day. I hope that's never happened to you in that regards for sure, no doubt. Honoring our mothers, and we want to try to do that this morning as well. We'd love to do it right here in, in church service with everybody gathered. You know, at this time, we'd be passing out roses to all the mommies, and it would be special in all of that. And uh, maybe you came by yesterday and picked yours up. We were handing them all out then. And if you missed out, hey, what can I say? Tell your hubby to run down to the Circle K or whatever and pick you up one real quick. Maybe they have one down there. I don't know. Maybe a box of chocolates. If nothing else, maybe a Reese cups or something. But nonetheless, we'll, be, we'll get back together in all this. But we're to, we are going to honor our mothers today. And I want to give you a few things, a way that you can do that. Three simple ways that you and I can honor our parents, but in this case, honor our mothers. There's probably dozens and dozens of ways, but I'm going to give you three today. And here they are. It's real simple. Is we are called to do it by God. And secondly, I would say it's the right example for the world around us. And then certainly, number three would be it benefits us. It truly does. So let's talk about those a little bit if we can. I want to first start with the scripture out of 1 John chapter 5, verse number 3. The scripture simply says there, this is love for God. What is love for God? If I just knew what, how I could love God, you know what it says? Obey or keep his commandments. This is love for God, to obey him, to do what he tells us to do. Find out what he has for us to do in this and then just go about and be doing that. That scripture actually ends up by simply saying this. It says, and his commands are not burdensome. You see, the commands that God gives us, we should never see them as something. Do we have to do it like when we were little? It should be something that flows out of us because we love God so much. And so the way you and I show God that we love him is we keep his commands. We walk in his path. We follow Jesus in the way that we should go. So if he commands us to do something, it, we should do it. I would think we all would agree to that. Now we know the Ten Commandments are listed in the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 20. Now some would simply say, well, wait a minute, you're going to the Old Testament. We don't live on, we live on this side of the cross. We don't live in the old. We live in the new. We live under grace. Well, it's true. We do live in grace. But how do you do away with the Ten Commandments? Do you think God is going to be okay with having another God before him now? Of course not. Do you think it would still okay, would be okay with God to use his name in vain now? Well, probably not. I don't think so. How about uh, the one, do not murder, do not commit adultery? You think God is perfectly fine with that? Some people might think that today, but he's not. How about not stealing from others or not bearing false witness or not coveting something that someone else has? You think God's going to be okay with that today just because we live on this side of the cross? Well, of course not. Well, out of those Ten Commandments, the fifth one, the one right in the middle of all of them, the fifth one is, is that honor your mother and your father. Now, there's a reason why it's number five, I suppose. It's the number five on the list. He could have listed as 11, 12, 15, 18, whatever, and we would have never read about it. But it made the top ten, but it actually made the top five. It's number five. Honor your father and your mother. Now, so if God tells us to honor our father and mother, it must be a reason why he's told us to do that, because it must benefit 
not only them, but it must benefit us as well in that process. I believe that this is a must, and this, this is a must in our lives and in our, in our world that we live today, is that we should show the respect and the honor those who are to be honored, and certainly that starts at the home. Uh, one reason why the world is in such a mess, mess, and you hear many people say this today, is because there's no respect. Well, one reason why there's no respect because it's not taught at the home and the children aren't obedient to their parents. And I would only say to that, no honor in the home can only lead to a disaster in a society. And so I think this is important. So let's talk about those three, if you would, please. Number one would be is because God said so. We are to honor our mothers because God told us to do so. When you were a kid growing up, you probably had your parent tell you something like this, because I said so. Well, what do I have to do? I said so. <laughs> I couldn't wait when I was a, a boy to be able to grow up, have children, and actually say that to my children, because I told you so. Well, God doesn't hold it over us like that, but God does tell us, because I said so. There's a reason for that. God requires obedience from you and I. Obedience. In John chapter 14, he says, if you love me, and I'm sure that you love him, don't you? Well, sure you do. Give me an amen. And so if you love him, he says, keep my commands. Be obedient to the things that I tell you to do. In Deuteronomy chapter 27, it talks about a curse that can come on you in your life. How is that possible? Well, let me tell you how. Deuteronomy 27, verse number 16, cursed is the man who dishonors his father and his mother. Huh? You see, God wants to bless us, but we can bring curses in on ourselves if we're not careful. And one way a curse can come into your life real quickly is to dishonor your mother or your father. So God just fills us in on something. So if God has called us to obey his commands, and he has, then we are to do that, aren't we? Now I realize that everybody's mother wasn't as good as my mommy. And you're probably saying the same thing. Well, you don't know my mommy. But the truth is, I've done a lot of counsel over the years, and I've heard a lot of horror stories about parents treating their children badly. And perhaps, and even I'm talking to someone today, and that's your case, and that's been your case, and you really don't... Mother's Day and Father's Day, man, they're kind of like, mm, I just soon not talk about them because mine weren't that great. And I feel for you, and I, again, I've talked with a lot of people that have gone through that in their life. Now, mine was totally different, of course. Mine, my mother hung the moon. I mean, my mother could do no wrong in my eyes, and I'll always see it that way. She taught me about the, the love of Jesus and how to, you know, work hard and to be honest and all those things. My mother instilled those things in uh, her children, and, and I'm so, so thankful for that. And I love her and miss her so much. But for some of you, that's not the case. I'm sorry for that, but can you not at least find this fact? Can you not at least find that they gave you life? They brought you into this world. Listen, there are a lot of people that are throwing babies away. Your mommy didn't throw you away. You're here. God brought you here for a reason, and he has a purpose for your life. So if nothing else, can we not honor them for bringing us into this world? I often tell young people, make sure you tell your mom that you love her. Oh, man, that's important. Just to tell them that you love them. You know, my grandson, our grandson, we basically raised our grandson, and, 
And uh, we were glad to do so, and it was a joy, and it was a blessing, it was an answered prayer, actually. And he doesn't live with us now, but um, he stops by, he'll be at work, and you know, he travels a lot, and he'll just swing in, so I'm stopping by, he's going to tell you I love you, give me a hug, give Nina a hug, and, and just, I love you, just thank you, thank you for all that you've done for me. I will tell you, when, when he leaves, Don and I are in cloud nine. It excites us to know that he would just take the time to tell us that he loves us. Uh, and in this case, it's his grandmother, his grandfather. Man, that's a blessing. I know it's a blessing for Don, and I'm so thankful that he does that. Um, that is a treasure. That is a treasure for her. Um, but in regards to that, I simply tell young people often, tell, tell your mother that you love her often. I think David Utter said it in a class here one time, but I mean, I'm sure I have and you have as well. That the reason why you want to tell them often is because there might come a day when they're gone and you'll wish a thousand times you could say it one more time. That's why for me, that, that communion together this morning with the, uh, uh, the Schurler family there and uh, Teresa being there in, in that communion time, it's special. I, I'm so thankful for that. Uh, it, just, it just touched my heart. We are to honor them because God has told us we are to honor them. Secondly, our society needs the example. Boy, if that's not true, I don't know what is. The world around us needs to know that God has a plan, God has an order of things, and that God's people follow those orders. And at the end of that, then the blessing comes, which we'll talk about next. Our society, our world needs to know how to do things right. I think that we all can see the effect of doing things wrong in our world and what it's caused us in great grief and pain and hurt. But I believe what is done at the home is carried with that child throughout their life. Again, if the integrity is put in there early and obedience is brought in there and submission and to all those things and to authority, I believe that encompasses that child as they grow older. You teachers out there, you know this very well. You can sit in a school classroom, and I taught for about 12 years, and um, I, I know you could sit in a classroom and you could see the ones that were uh, fake. You could see the ones that were hurt. And you could see the ones that were disrespectful, but you knew exactly where they learned that from. As Christians, we are called to honor those, uh, respect everyone, Scripture says. Listen, 1 Peter chapter 2, it says, show proper respect to everyone. It doesn't just say some or few. Respect your elders. Respect those that are in authority. Respect and authority be begins at the home with the parents. I believe that with all my heart. Respect and authority is the foundation of the foundation of life, or fundamental of life, I should say. Why would I say that? It is because the first sin in the Garden of Eden was what? It was the questioning God's authority. Did God say that you can't have that? It's questioning His authority. And, and that happens, and when that happens in our lives, we start questioning authority in that regards. We begin to to question other things in our lives. Before we know it, we can get off on a really big tangent if we're not be careful there. Listen to Scripture, though. I'll give you one here. Romans chapter 13, verse number 1. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. The governing authorities there is not just a government. 
And we need to we need to follow the line guidelines as best that we can and all those things. I believe that with all my heart. You may not like the person it's in. You may not like this and you may not like that. But they're there for a reason. Why? How do I know that? But here it's talk governing authorities. That's talking about your teacher and it's talking about your coach and it's talking about your parents. Talking about your mother with respect. Honoring them. Watch. For there is no authority except that which God has established. God establishes those authorities. He puts them in place for a reason. And God places authorities in our lives so that we might learn submission and we might learn obedience early in our lives. It's just God's way. And again, I believe all that starts at the home. Number three and finally... We are to honor our mothers because it will bless us in return. You like blessings? Man, I sure do. I like them a lot. But remember this one then. At the end of every promise that God has for you in his book, the Bible, at the end of every promise, there's a blessing. That's a good deal. You like blessing? I like blessings. Then find his promises. Obey what he tells you to do and blessings will be on its way. Now here's the deal with that. If you look at God trying to keep something in front of you instead of getting a blessing to you, you will never be content in your life. Because you will always feel as though God is cheating you. God's not cheating you. In fact, here's the proof of that. The first thing God says is this. If you put your faith, hope, and trust in my son Jesus, I will give you eternal life. I will write your name in the Lamb's book of life, and Satan can't snatch you out of the palm of my hand. Now watch. That blessing is for all of eternity. So what God does, he sets you up with the biggest blessing at the very beginning. And everything else is just icing on that cake. Know that God loves you. But at the end of every promise, there is a blessing from God. And if you think God is trying to withhold something from, from you, instead of blessing you, you're looking at God from the wrong perspective. God wants you to know that He loves you. And God wants you to know that He's there to bless you. And God wants you to know that if you will honor your mother, there's a promise connected to that. Honor your father and your mother. Remember that number five? By honoring them, there comes a blessing in your life. Watch this. All the time? Yes. And everything? Yes. Are you sure, Harley? Well, let's find out if it's in Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly. Let's pause right there a minute. God is able to bless you abundantly. Remember a few weeks ago we talked about the God of more than enough? God isn't just a God of enough, well, barely enough, almost enough. He is a God of more than enough. He's a God that wants to show out in your life. He does, because He's an abundant God, meaning more than you can handle. Now in that, now notice what he says. He is a God that is able to bless you abundantly. So if he's the God that created all things, and he is the God that can bless you abundantly, how do you get that? Or when does it come? Watch this. So that in all things, not some things, but in all things, at all times, 
having all that you need, not necessarily what you want, but what you need. Has God taken care of you during this time? Yeah, but this is going on. Has God taken care of you? Has God forsaken you? No. All times. All times, he says. Having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. You see, God wants us to get connected to Him, do what He has called us to do, and He says, don't worry, I got you covered. I got you more than covered. I got you back. I'm going to give you more than you can imagine, Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 20. God wants us to know that He will take care of us no matter what. So if you want to bless your mother this Mother's Day, if you want to bless her, just then do what God has called you to do. Do what God has called you to do. Be the example for others to emulate those good things in their lives, your life. And finally, honor her by obeying her because it will bless you. It will bless you richly in your life. One last thing as we close up today. The greatest thing that I can tell you is this, is that if you are not a child of God, let me back up. If you are a child of God, Praise God. And most likely, most likely, your mommy taught you something about Jesus. For most of us, that's the case. Again, some not, but most of us, many of us, mommies taught us about Jesus. I know mine did. She used to tell me how much Jesus loved me, and I'd say, I don't even see Jesus. She don't have to see him to know that he's real, son. He's real. He lives. He lives within my heart. Remember that song? Man. Some good memories about that. But nonetheless, if you are not a child of God, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, I would encourage you to read the book of Romans. It's just powerful. It just sets you free, I think. But nonetheless, the greatest gift that you can give to yourself is accepting Jesus' offer. God's offer for you, which is Jesus Christ. You see, He went to a cross. He died for your sins. Yours. And if you will accept what He did for you on that cross, you can be saved. Now, isn't that good news? And catch this. There's no better time to do it than right now. Today is the best day. Imagine this. On Mother's Day 2020, during a pandemic, I accepted Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Wow, what a story to tell in the future. You can call your mom this afternoon if she's still living. You can call her this afternoon and let her know and say, Mom, happy Mother's Day. I want to tell you I love you, but I got some other good news. What is it, son? What is it, sweetheart? Well, Mom, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. I can't think of one mother in the world that would be upset with that. But I can tell you, I think all mothers would be most excited to hear that their child gave their life to Jesus Christ. What a wonderful gift. Now catch this. If you do that today, it's not only bless you eternally, which is beyond what we know. It can bless you here and now. And many years from now, when your mother's gone to be with the Lord, there will be some Mother's Days that, that will go by. And when they do, you can do something. You can, you can look up and you can say, Happy Mother's Day, Mother. We love you, or I love you. And that's true. But you can also remember that you gave your life to the Lord on Mother's Day. What an extra gift. What an extra gift that you've been given. And what a blessing 
it was. What a blessing. Today can be your day. The day that you can give yourself a gift if you'll choose to do that. Our prayer, and I'm sure of all the mothers that would be filled in this place, would say amen. And their prayer would be, is do it today. Let's pray together. Father, thank you. Thank you again for all the beautiful mommies. Thank you for my mother. What a blessing, Lord. I wouldn't have trade her for all the mothers in the world, but she's been gone many years to be with you, Father, and I'm so thankful where she's at. And I'm so thankful that you've given me a church family where there's so many wonderful ladies that have become like a mother to me. I just see them in my mind's eye right now. How they've just taken me under their wing and loved me and cared for me and have forgiven me and put me in my place time and time again. Thank you for that. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your word that teaches us what we are to do. Help us to be obedient. Thank you, God, for your love. And thank you, God, for the people that you placed in our lives that taught us about you and your love. Thank you, God, for heaven, but most of all, thank you for your Son and what He did for us on the cross. What a blessing. I pray for all people, Father, that they'll come to know you as Lord and Savior through Jesus the Christ. Thank you, Lord, for today. In Jesus' beautiful name, amen and amen. God bless you, my friend. No, we're working on all the stuff around here, trying to get everything back in order, and hopefully soon we'll be back together. Until then, you take care. God bless. Know that we love you. See you soon. children.